Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good morning. Forging ahead, Americans determined to celebrate Christmas even as COVID rages. Omicron now reaching all 50 states. Health officials saying small gatherings can be safe while cautioning against those larger settings. Stay away from those situations that could put you at a higher risk. But this morning, new hope in the COVID fight. The FDA clearing the way for the nation's first COVID treatment pill. Complete coverage straight ahead. Buckle up, one of the busiest travel days of the holiday season on tap at the nation's airports and roads. This morning, what you'll face as you head out the door. And the big question, will the weather cooperate? Down to the wire. After weeks of concerns about shortages and delays, the Christmas shopping and shipping season enters its final countdown. Straight ahead, inside the race to get your packages there in time. Breaking overnight, a massive fire erupts at an oil refinery in Texas. Several people hurt, nearby homes shaken by what felt like an explosion. We'll have the very latest from the scene. Those stories, plus Putin speaks out. The Russian president holding his year-in news conference this morning. His new message to the White House amid heightened tension over Russian troops building up along Ukraine's border. And oh, little town of Bethlehem. It's so exciting, it's so special, especially at Christmas time. From ancient traditions to modern day fireworks, a first hand look at how the season is being marked where the Christmas story started today, Thursday, December 23rd, 2021. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kutby. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. And welcome to today. Thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday morning. I'm working from home once again and weekend today. Co-host Kristen Welker there in Studio 1A because Savannah and Hoda are off. A Merry Christmas Eve Eve to you, my friend. A Merry Christmas Eve Eve to you, Craig. It is so good to be back with you. And as people get set to celebrate all across the country and frankly the world, COVID is once again hanging over every aspect of the holiday, Craig. Yes, it is. This week alone, in fact, cases of that highly contagious Omicron strain have exploded, topping 200,000 per day for the first time since mid-September. The variant now confirmed in all 50 states and Washington, D.C. To slow the spread, the Biden administration is pushing COVID vaccines and boosters, and now its mandates on businesses and certain health care workers is heading to the Supreme Court. The justices agreeing to hear challenges during a special session on January 7th. Meanwhile, a new weapon is coming in the fight against the COVID uh, virus, Pfizer has gotten approval from the FDA, the FDA granting authorization to Pfizer's antiviral pill for people 12 and older. So as you can see, there's a lot to talk about this morning. Tom Costello has his eye on the travel rush and COVID's impact. Bill Karens will bring us the holiday forecast. And we'll also go one-on-one -on -one with Dr. Ashish Jha. But 
We're going to start our coverage with NBC's Sam Brock. Sam, good morning to you. Hi, Craig, Kristen, good morning. That antiviral pill could be available on a limited basis as early as this weekend when so many families, guys, are getting together. Health officials right now say you should be vaccinated and tested. And the problem this morning, so many people still encountering lines that look like these three and four hours long. People, guys, in Miami-Dade are running out of gas, waiting a 200% increase in demand in recent days as cases are skyrocketing. This morning, new promise from Pfizer's pill. Freshly approved by the FDA for emergency use, it requires a doctor's prescription and could cut down on COVID-related hospitalizations and deaths by nearly 90% if taken within five days of symptoms starting. Everyone agrees this is a very promising antiviral. Only a quarter million treatments will be available in January, but Pfizer says it'll pump out tens of millions throughout 2022. This is Omicron has now reached every state and many Americans are facing long testing lines and delays. The president last night acknowledging the issue, but asking for perspective. No, nothing's been good enough. But look, look where we are. When last Christmas we were in a situation where we had significantly fewer vaccinated people vaccinated. As Omicron rapidly becomes America's dominant strain, its symptoms have come into sharper focus. Early evidence suggesting a cough, fatigue or tiredness, and congestion are most common, with loss of taste or smell uncommon. A pair of studies from the UK and another from South Africa show Omicron is reportedly milder, with up to 80% fewer hospitalizations. Though one nationally recognized infectious disease expert says that's not a complete picture, with vaccines helping to blunt severe symptoms in South Africa's population much younger than ours. There's nothing to indicate that it would be milder. There's a lot to indicate it would be more transmissible. In Florida, Omicron is running rampant, and some are pulling the plug on holiday plans. Are you seeing your family for, the, for Christmas? As a matter of fact, we just canceled this morning. We were going to have like 12 people. Health experts advise getting tested regardless of vaccination status. And if you haven't taken the shot, avoid those get-togethers. If there's an unvaccinated person, I would say I'm very sorry, but not this time, maybe another time when this is all over. As for that significant development overnight, the Supreme Court holding a special hearing on January 7th on two Biden vaccine initiatives. That corporate vaccine or testing mandate alone affects some 84 million people in a rare move for the court. Craig, back to you. Sam, thank you. Dr. Ashish Jha joins us now. Dr. Jha, of course, is the dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. Dr. Jha, good morning to you. Good morning, Craig. Thanks for having me back here. Yes, of course. Let's start with that news out of South Africa this morning. How encouraged uh, should we be by this new research that apparently shows the Omicron uh, outbreak there uh, fell off almost as quickly as it hit, it would seem? Yeah, it's really encouraging. I'm obviously hoping the same thing will happen here in the United States. They have a little bit of a different immunologic profile, fewer vaccinated people, lots more people previously infected. We'll have to see if that plays out here. But, you know, fingers crossed, Craig, that would be terrific if the if the infection numbers here could drop off quickly as well after it peaks. Let's talk about testing for a moment. Uh, full disclosure, I, I went to two uh, drugstores yesterday in hopes of getting lucky and finding one of those at-home rapid tests. No luck. You've seen the lines at testing sites all over this country. A lot of folks who want to get tested before the holidays and travel, they're not going to be able to have the opportunity to do that. Who can travel without getting tested, Dr. Ja? 
Yeah, it's a great question. Look, tests just add one more layer of safety. They're not perfect unto themselves, uh, but they add an important layer of safety. So if you are fully vaccinated and boosted, you've already made yourself a much, much lower risk person, both for yourself and for spreading it to others. Uh, personally, it'd be great if we had rapid tests, and I think it'd be helpful. Uh, but if you're unvaccinated, then you really are at a very high risk of both having it and spreading it, and then going untested really creates a lot of risk in my mind. Let's let's turn now to the FDA's approval of this antiviral treatment uh, drug, Pfizer's pill, um, that can be administered after someone gets infected with COVID. I, I mean, what, what sort of effect do we think this is going to have on our fight against, the, against this virus, Dr. Jha? I think it's a big deal. The problem is it's not going to come on fast enough. So in the medium to long run, Craig, this is going to be a game changer. It really is. It's so effective at, at reducing severity of disease uh, that I can imagine six months from now, you wake up with a fever, you got a test, you take Paxlovid, uh, you get dramatically better. The problem is I'm thrilled to see FDA authorize it. Just not a lot of pills out there. There's going to be a little bit of a shortage uh, for the next couple of months. It's not going to help us out in this way, but in the future, it'll be very helpful. So, I mean, here's the thing. It would seem as if when we have an antiviral drug, we've got vaccines, we've got boosters. Are we almost at a point now where we have enough tools in the toolbox that, that there is light at the end of the tunnel and the end of the tunnel isn't very far away? I think both of those are absolutely true. We have every tool we need to put this pandemic behind us. There are two sets of issues. There's the shortages on tests, not enough pills. That we're going to be able to overcome. There is another problem, which is just the misinformation that's caused people not to get vaccinated, not to get boosted. That is going to be the bigger challenge in the long run. If we can overcome that, then yes, absolutely, we have the tools. We can put this pandemic behind us. Dr. Jar, really quickly, big holiday plans. Small holiday plans, small gathering with family, you know, but uh, looking forward to it. Much better than last Christmas, I'll tell you that. Amen to that. Dr. Ashish Jha, always a pleasure, sir. Enjoy your holiday, uh, and thank, thank you, you for your time this morning. All right, well, with COVID top of mind, millions of Americans are gearing up to travel, with today expected to be one of the busiest for the nation's roads and airports. And we're just a few hours away from what could be the worst time to drive. We have two reports, including a check of your weather you'll face, starting with NBC's Tom Costello in Arlington, Virginia. Tom, good morning to you. How's it looking out there? Hey, Kristen, yeah, this is it. State troopers across the country are on watch today. You know, here in Virginia, they've had a real problem with speed. 22,000 crashes last year, speed-related, more, more than 400 people killed. And so that's a high priority here and across the country. The key word today, on the roads, in the airports, is likely going to be patience. Thursday morning and it's go time for millions of Americans heading home for the holidays. Roughly 100 million going by car, nearly a third of the population. This morning, AAA says major roadways around Boston, Chicago, Detroit and San Francisco should expect peak congestion this afternoon. Along I-270 in Maryland, the state's roadside assistance team is on the job to keep traffic flowing. We change tires. We try to make the road safe and clear. Their work critical this time of year when MDOT says there's a 30% bump in the number of drivers they assist. For every minute that a lane is blocked by an incident, it takes four minutes to recover back to normal lane and speed travel conditions. Americans are also traveling by train and by bus. 
Meanwhile, at gate 42 in Washington, the wing walkers bringing in flight 2565 from Dallas. They've got just 45 minutes to turn this plane for its next flight to Florida. And the countdown is on. Two minutes after arrival, the cabin door opens. At three minutes, the cargo door opens. A minute later, ground crews are inside the belly of the plane, loading passenger bags onto the belt. Inside, the last passenger stepping off just as the catering and the cleaning crews swoop in. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. At 20 minutes, the next flight's passengers start to board. Down below, their bags are loading as the first officer does his inspection check. You can literally have a screw that's come loose. A typical narrow body plane like this will fly about five flights a day in all, carrying more than 900 passengers. This week, mostly clear skies nationwide are making for a smooth end of week travel push. The next test, the day after New Year's. All right, if you're on the roads today, you're going to have an awful lot of company. The worst time to travel, because you're going to have so many people out there, between noon and 6 p.m., best time today after 7 o'clock. As for tomorrow, you might want to try to get out the door before 1 o'clock. Guys, back to you. You'll want to bring your patience with you as well, right? All right, Tom Costello, thank you so much. Craig? Yeah, that's right. And with so many people traveling today, of course, everyone wants to know, What's in store when it comes to the weather? And for that, we turn to NBC News meteorologist Bill Karens, who's in for Al. So, Bill, no pressure. How's it looking? <laughs> no pressure at all. And, Craig, I'll tell you, I'm right with you. I was at the pharmacies last night searching for that rapid test at like 10 p.m. last night. I have to get my daughter tested Christmas morning and be a negative test in order for her to see her family. So I know a lot of people are going through this. It's, it's crazy. But um, let's get you to your destinations first, and I'll give you the forecast. The weather across the country, we're quiet. Rockies East, you're fine. Airports, roads, everyone looks good. But the West is a completely different story. It's going to be extremely difficult to get state to state, or even if you're going from the mountains down to the beaches. We're going to have significant impacts today. San Francisco, Sacramento, southwards tonight. Los Angeles is going to get its biggest storm of the year. Year. We're expecting a very heavy rain event even into San Diego. By the time we get to tomorrow, those significant airport problems could even be in Phoenix of all places as the heavy rain moves in there. Salt Lake City is going to be rain, but higher elevation snow. Notice in the east, Boston's the only airport. Tomorrow morning, maybe a little bit of snow. Roads could be a little slick. And then as we get to Christmas Day, still, guys, all the problems are in the west, Kristen. Everyone east of the Rockies, you're fine. But in the west, stay tuned. We'll have more details on this huge storm throughout the rest of the show. All right, we know you'll keep tracking it. Bill, thank you for that. We do have a lot more to get to, including overseas and new tensions between the U.S. and Russia back in the spotlight as Vladimir Putin holds his annual end-of-the-year news conference this morning. And he's had a lot to say about the buildup of Russian troops along the Ukrainian border. Today's senior international correspondent, Keir Simmons, joins us now with the very latest. Keir, good morning to you. Hey, Kristen, good morning to you. President Putin this morning appearing to hold out hope that the tensions over Ukraine can be resolved. But his comments come just days after he made threatening signals. The Russian leader, as ever, keeping the world guessing. This morning, President Putin taking questions, but avoiding health risks, sitting at a distance from journalists. Russia third in the world for COVID deaths. The risk of war in Ukraine looming over his end-of-year news conference today. Everybody has saying, well, a war is in the offing and everybody is warning us against interfering. 
and threatening with sanctions, so we shall respond somehow. This is a formidable issue. Even after this month's virtual face-to-face -face between Presidents Biden and Putin, Russia's military buildup is escalating, the State Department says. President Putin this week threatening a, quote, military technical response, perhaps code for a cyber attack. Ukraine not backing down either. This week, Ukrainian television showing combat drills with US-made Javelin anti-tank missiles. But despite all this, Russia's foreign minister says security talks with the US and NATO will begin in January. And today, President Putin saying Russia doesn't want war. We don't want that. It is not our choice. And by and large, we are seeing positive traction at this point. The Kremlin's proposal sent to Washington a security treaty, including uncompromising demands that NATO ends expansion and all military activity in Eastern Europe, quickly dismissed as unacceptable in Washington and Western capitals. And while this morning President Putin is signalling hope that tension with the West could be diffused, his intentions remain hard to read. Speaking to military officials this week, he said ominously, there's no room for retreat. And a small piece of positive news this morning as well, Kristen. Uh, Russia and Ukraine agreeing to a ceasefire deal uh, in eastern Ukraine. One Ukrainian official saying that means the coming holidays should be peaceful. Kristen. We certainly hope so. All right, Kier, thank you so much for that report. Well, we said we we're going to go back to Bill Cairns, and now here we are. Bill, let's check out the rest of the forecast. How's it looking? Yeah, we already talked on so much of the negative stuff, Kristen, in areas of the West with the big storm coming in. There's some beautiful weather for travel today, getting those last-minute errands done. I mean, it is very warm for December. Temperatures are in the 70s from southern portions of New Mexico right through Texas, 60s to the southeast. There's a lot of gorgeous weather conditions to try to get all those check marks done on that to-do list. We'll talk more about the big, huge storm impacting the West right through Christmas weekend coming up next half hour. And that's your Thursday forecast. Back to you. All right, Bill, thank you. Just ahead here, COVID's impact on the Queen's Christmas plans now. The beloved royal tradition she's being forced to cancel for the second year in a row. Plus, if you're still shopping, you're not alone. We've got good news on the supply chain and shipping issues that have dominated this holiday season. Everything you need to know to get those final gifts under the tree in time. But first, this is Today on NBC. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching 
engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back 7.30 on this Thursday morning, December 23rd, 2021. The, the home stretch before Christmas, now just two days away. And Kristen Welker, if, <laughs> if we think we're busy, imagine the big guy, Santa Claus. Yeah, no one is busier than Santa right now, Craig. That's for sure. He wins the prize. He's gearing up for his yearly ride. And if you have little ones anxious to see where that journey will take him, we have you covered. Starting tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, our streaming channel Today All Day will be tracking Santa as he makes his way around the world. Head to today.com or Peacock to watch it live. A lot of little ones and big ones excited about that, Craig. Let us switch gears now because it is another busy morning in the news. Let's get right to those 730 headlines and breaking overnight a massive fire at an oil refinery outside Houston. Take a look at this. You can actually see the flames and plumes of smoke from what residents in Baytown called an explosion that rattled homes early this morning. Officials at the Exxon Mobil refinery did not confirm an explosion, but they do say they are investigating the cause of the fire. Four people were taken to the hospital. All of them are in stable condition this morning. And now to terrifying moments for a Pennsylvania congresswoman carjacked at gunpoint. Police say a pair of armed men approached Representative Mary Gay Scanlon at a park in Philadelphia yesterday afternoon and demanded her keys. She handed them over along with her government cell phone and ID. One of the thieves drove off in her SUV while the other followed in another vehicle. Now Scanlon fortunately was not hurt. Overnight, police say her Acura was found at a shopping center in Delaware and five people inside were arrested. President Biden already looking ahead to 2024. The commander in chief saying he will run for re-election so long as he's in good health. Biden made those comments in a new interview saying, quote, I'm a respecter of fate. When asked if he'd be up for a rematch against Donald Trump, Biden said that that would only make him more likely to run for a second term. Meanwhile, in one form or another, Craig, COVID is impacting the holiday plans of people all around the world, and that includes the royal family. That's right. For the second year in a row, they've been forced to cancel a number of traditional gatherings and events. NBC News Now anchor Joe Fryer has that story. Joe, good morning. Hey, good morning. Apparently not even a crown can stop COVID from disrupting family plans. After calling off a pre-holiday lunch with her family as a precaution, the queen will now spend Christmas, her first without beloved husband, Prince Philip, at Windsor Castle instead of her usual country estate. After an unpredictable year for the royal family, another twist as their leader adjusts her Christmas traditions. The queen disappointed to miss having a large family Christmas gathering at her much-beloved estate in Sandringham. It's where the royals take their traditional walk after church on Christmas Day. The monarch announced this week she will once again spend the holiday at Windsor Castle as the Omicron variant continues to spread in the UK. This was supposed to be one of the biggest royal get-togethers in years. 
It was all smiles when Prince Harry and Meghan joined the family in 2018. There was speculation that the Sussexes would visit with their children this month, but they're expected to spend Christmas in California. This will be very sad for the Queen. We know she loves being at Sandringham. It's somewhere that she feels very, very comfortable. Traditionally, Sandringham is where the royals gather every Christmas. Princes William and Harry have joined the Queen on the estate since childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Princess Diana famously joined when she was part of the family. Those visits dramatized in The Crown in this year's movie Spencer. Now canceled, a blow in a difficult year for the Queen, which began with the loss of her husband, Prince Philip, and ended with her having to scale down public engagements because of ill health. Although this year's Christmas will look different, it's unlikely the Queen will be eating Christmas dinner alone. Her family have made it very clear she will not be spending another Christmas alone. So some of them, a smaller number, presumably Charles and Camilla, potentially some of her other children, will go to Windsor to be with the Queen. Prince Andrew was expected to join his mother at the small Windsor gathering. Prince William and the Duchess of Cambridge plan to spend the holiday with their children at their house in Norfolk but not before getting in the festive spirit at Westminster Abbey, attending a charity Christmas carol concert with a performance by Ellie Goulding and exchanging a tender festive glance. Ellie Goulding, of course, also performed at William and Kate's wedding 10 years ago. Now, one of the Queen's children, her daughter, Princess Anne, will not be joining the family for Christmas. Her husband, Sir Timothy Lawrence, tested positive for COVID, so they're now isolating at home. Back to you. All right, Joe, thank you. In fact, in just the last minute or so, we have been able to confirm that Charles, uh, Prince Charles, and his wife Camilla will, in fact, uh, be spending Christmas with the Queen. So uh, the Queen will not, Kristen Walker, be alone on Christmas Day. Well, that'll make it a little merrier for her indeed. All right, good to know. Just ahead, if you are still waiting, will those final holiday packages be delivered on time? And is there anything left on the shelves if you need to dash out for a last minute gift? Our Carrie Sanders is on the case. He's got all the answers. But first, these messages. Reese to deliver in this morning the very last minute holiday shipping crunch. That's right, with Christmas just two days away and millions of procrastinators still not done with their shopping, what do you need to know to get those gifts in on time? And what if you're waiting for orders to be delivered still? NBC's Carrie Sanders joins us with more on that. A lot of procrastinators here in Studio 1A. Carrie, what do we do about it? <laughs> oh, good morning, guys. Look, if you are among the last minute folks in this country, you're not alone, you know, here around Meisner Park and other parts of the country, believe it or not, half are still picking up gifts. So if you are a procrastinator and you're just about to start your shopping and you say, well, I have an excuse for Christmas morning, I'll just say, well, I couldn't get what you really wanted because of supply chain problems. Well, now even the White House says that excuse holds no water. It's the final countdown to Christmas, and if you've been stressing about supply chain shortages and shipping delays ruining your holiday, the president says worry no more. The much predicted uh, crisis didn't occur. Packages are moving, gifts are being delivered, shelves are not empty. 
On Wednesday, his Supply Chain Disruptions Task Force reported that bottlenecks have been cleared at the nation's busiest ports and new partnerships with trucking companies are helping to address driver shortages on the road. As a result, he says retail inventories are now close to pre-pandemic levels and delivery times at major shippers are faster than they were in 2019, despite record holiday demand. In fact, between 97 and 99 percent of holiday deliveries have been made on time. To help you avoid making Santa's naughty list, we've got all the last-minute shopping deadlines to ensure your gifts arrive on time. Ship today and FedEx and UPS will guarantee next-day delivery for Christmas Eve. The Postal Service by Christmas Day. I sent it priority, so like, I didn't mess around. For a premium, FedEx also offers same-day delivery on Christmas Eve. Amazon Prime members can get next-day delivery on some products today and same-day delivery on Friday for orders over $25, but only in certain zip codes. Walmart, Best Buy, and Target all offer next-day delivery on orders made today. Place your orders on Christmas Eve and they'll deliver most products that same day, or you can pick them up curbside at the store. Target has added 18,000 curbside spaces to make it easy. You could place your order all the way up to 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve, and we'll have it ready for you in a couple hours. And when you get here, just put in your parking spot number and we'll be out and put in your trunk in a couple minutes. So most of the big box stores and electronic stores will be open Christmas Eve into the evening. So if you're that procrastinator, Kristen, enjoy the hyperventilating and going nuts trying to get those last minute presents. Christmas Eve seems a little dicey. Good marching orders though, Carrie, appreciate it. Now we wanna deliver the latest sure. on the holiday forecast, the other important piece of this holiday story. Bill Terrence, yeah. how's it looking? Uh, not good, Kristen, for areas of the West. I mean, this isn't just your typical storm. This is going to be the biggest storm of the year in areas like San Diego, Los Angeles, and Phoenix. And for all of my friends in the West, the weather you're going to experience over the next 10 days is going to be some of the most extreme that you've seen in years. So let's just start with what today. We have flash flooding that is possible in Southern California, mostly from L.A. southwards, like Anaheim, Oceanside, all the way down towards San Diego. The worst of it is going to be as we go throughout this evening. That's when the heavy rain will move in. Look at this. You don't see a radar uh, future cast like this very often with that heavy rain from L.A. to San Diego. That's at 8 p.m. this evening. And we are concerned about where we had the fires. We could get debris flows and those burn scar areas. Then we get a little break in Southern California on Friday, but then that next storm that's going to be with us like for a week starts to become to the Pacific Northwest. So how bad are we saying? The rainfall in L.A. could be two inches. Same for San Diego. Phoenix could get an inch to an inch and a half of rain even in the deserts. And the snow is going to be epic. I mean, we could see totals up to nine feet. That's like 100 inches of snow in the peaks of the Sierra in California. We need it. I mean, we got to fill the reservoirs. We just don't need it all at once. That's a look at the big weather story of the day. Craig, if you want that white Christmas forecast, you got to stay tuned. I'm still working on it. Oh, okay. You're saying there's a chance. All right, Bill. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, coming up, despite fewer tourists this holiday season, the streets of the ancient city of Bethlehem are alive with the true spirit of Christmas. And we're going to take you there live right after this. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> 
the UPS. Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Welcome back. In a typical year, tourists flock to the ancient city of Bethlehem during the Christmas season, Craig. Yeah, yeah, they do. But for the second year in a row, Israel's borders are closed to tourists, leaving the city's holy sites relatively quiet. But the Christmas spirit is still shining bright. NBC's Raf Sanchez has made his way to Bethlehem for us. Raf, good morning. Greg, Kristen, good morning. That's right. People here in Bethlehem are unbelievably proud of their city. They call it the capital of Christmas, and they love welcoming visitors from overseas. That isn't happening this year because of Omicron, and so they are finding new ways to celebrate. In the little town of Bethlehem, the countdown to Christmas is on. Prayers and songs of praise going up from the city where the Christmas story began. It's so exciting, it's so special, especially at Christmas time. And we were one of the very few tourists fortunate enough to be able to come to Israel and then to come to Bethlehem. That's because Israel closed its borders to foreigners last month, trying to keep out the Omicron variants. But it also kept out pilgrims and tourists heading to the West Bank taking a major toll on the economy and leaving holy sites like Bethlehem's Church of the Nativity quiet this year. This is the grotto where Jesus is believed to have been born. On a normal day, there'd be a lion snaking through the church, but today it's completely empty. Even without many visitors from overseas, the streets of this ancient city are still alive with the spirit of Christmas. At least one year Amal Bandak is one of Bethlehem's top Palestinian tour guides, and she agreed to show us around a city ready to celebrate. Christmas is the, the most beautiful time in the year. This is the time of gathering all the family. This is the time to see everybody happy, everybody waiting for the Christmas tree. And away from the clamor, quiet moments of Christmas reflection. Father Issa is the parish priest at the Church of the Nativity. The lights, the trees, the sweets, and everything. This is not Christmas. Christmas is to think of others. Christmas is to love each other. Christmas is to have this inner peace and this inner love. Last year, the coronavirus kept Amal's family apart. This year, three generations are gathering under the tree thankful for what they have. It may be a different Christmas this year, but the people of Bethlehem are determined to make it a happy one. Now, those Israeli travel restrictions are going to be in place until at least next week. So the Christmas tourism period, kind of a washout again this year. But the message from people in Bethlehem is come see us next Christmas, come see us even before then, and we are looking forward to seeing you.
Craig, Kristen. Well, Raf, uh, thank you so much for taking us to Bethlehem. Uh, and also, congratulations on your Today Show debut. It's a fantastic story. Hope to be seeing lots right. more of you, sir. Yeah, congratulations and welcome. Thank Good you stuff. so much. The uplifting story we needed today. Well, still ahead, Britney Spears teasing fans with the new music she says is in the works. Carson has that and more on Popstar. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.